This is More Knowledge, More Wealth with your host, Gabriel Shaheen. Gabriel is a certified financial planner and a registered investment advisor at Falcon Wealth Planning. This show does not intend to provide personalized investment advice through this broadcast and does not represent that the services or securities discussed are suitable for any investor. Investors are advised not to rely on any information contained in the broadcast in the process of making a full informed investment decision. More knowledge, more wealth on AM590, The Answer. Now here's your host, Gabriel Shaheen. Good day, this is Gabriel Shaheen, Certified Financial Planner and your host of More Knowledge, More Wealth. You're on every weekend talking about all important topics of personal finance. Our goal is to give you the knowledge you need to increase your wealth. Now to the listener, you can always reach out to myself or any one of our colleagues here at Falcon Wealth Planning. Our phone number is 855-963-2526. That's 855-96-FALCON, like the bird, or visit our website at falconwealthplanning.com. That's falconwp.com for short. Now I'm a principal of Falcon Wealth Planning. I'm the only registered investment advisory firm and we have offices all across the country that we can help you with. And we specialize in anything that involves a dollar sign. We are fee only. That also does investment management as well. But we cover anything that involves a dollar sign, folks. That goes over where you are today, how retirement looks like. Talks about taxes, investments, estate planning, insurance, folks, you name it. Anything that involves a dollar sign, we can help with. Give us a call. We are offering a free financial assessment, one to two hours, one to two meetings of our time at no cost. We'll be happy to help. And like I said, we have a lot of help all across the country that we can help with. We are able to serve your needs. Our phone number is 855-963-2526. That's 855-96-FALCON, like the bird. So today I wanted to talk about interest rates and the feds just raised rates another 75 basis points. And what does that mean for you? And if you notice the stock market really didn't react negatively, how is that possible? How does that make sense? What is going on here? Does that mean my interest rate on my mortgage is up almost 1% now if I'm shopping for a house? If the current rates were 6%, does that mean it's gonna be 6.75%? Folks, I am happy you are bringing that up. And you're sending me these requests. And if you do have requests that you have questions, please email radio at falconwp.com and we're able to answer those questions for you. And we can even play the audio file if you wanna ask it via an audio file. My point is, there are two different types of interest rates when the feds raise rates. The first one is like the prime rates and the fed fund rates. When they see they're raising rates by 75 basis points, that gets affected by direct lending. What is direct lending? This could be lines of credits, whether it's your home equity line of credit, a personal line of credit, your credit card. The Fed funds, when they raise these rates, this affects current borrowing. And it's very important, especially on variable loans as well. There used to be something called LIBOR. LIBOR really doesn't exist. That used to be a London-based index, which would talk about interest rates. Now, it's Fed funds seems to be the most reliable that everybody is discussing. That is important because yet again, a lot of debt is tied to that. Not mortgages though. Mortgages are not tied to that. Mortgages are tied to the 10 year treasury. And what I like to say is, governments control the Fed funds and the primes, but we control the treasury. That is truly based on supply and demand. Actually what happened during that time with uh, last week 
is when the interest rates were up by 75 basis points when the feds increased it the 10-year treasury dropped from like 2.8 to almost 2.5 percent that's a big reduction folks that's about 30 basis points drop which means those who are currently in escrow with an interest rate on their mortgage of six and an eighth, they can currently get five and a half percent. Rates drop significantly. The rates, you think the stock market is volatile? The treasury market has been way more volatile than the stock market. And so you have to know that treasuries is what the mortgage companies use to identify how much you're going to be paying. That is an important piece to understand the distinction between the two because they also, the treasury affects on the bond prices, which is like in your portfolio. Yet again, Fed funds are important and prime rates and so on does affect consumers because a lot of what they're using is lines of credit. Your mortgages are locked, they're fixed. You can't really change that. That's no big deal. That's not an issue. The issue becomes is your free cash flow could be affected because now your prime that used to be your mortgage used to be three and a quarter home equity line of credit, I should say, uh, is now maybe 6%. So it's gone up substantially over the past 12 months, let alone the past six months. So when you compare that to the 10-year uh, the treasury, which is always a key indicator of the 10-year treasury. Heck, a two-year treasury is higher than the 10-year treasury, which happens when it's so volatile, unfortunately. And so this affects mortgages. And mortgages look to and are normally tied to the 10-year treasury rate. And they're currently, they hover. I mean, as I'm talking, by the time you listen to this, it's going to change. It's at roughly two and a half to 2.8%. It seems to go up and down. It's it's very, very volatile. By the way, folks, if you're just listening, you're listening to Gabriel Shane, Certified Financial Planner, and your host of More Knowledge, More Wealth here and every week and talking about all core topics of personal finance. Today, we're talking about the interest rate hike that the feds did last week. And it went up by 75 basis points again. And crazy enough, the market actually seemed to have liked that, probably because the stock market doesn't like uncertainty. And our federal government did say they are going to raise rates by 75 basis points. And sure enough, they raised it. So they listened. They finally agreed. They said and did what they were going to do, what they said they were going to do. So the stock market seemed to have liked that. And I know we came off another quarter of declining GDP. You know what that is considered? That is actually considered a recession. So we've actually entered official definition of a recession. Now people are talking, is this really a recession? You know why they're saying that? Because also the costs have gone up significantly as well. And the feeling that consumer sentiment is not as negative and as dire, especially with low unemployment numbers are still in the 3% range. So this doesn't really seem like a normal recession. What has happened is because the tech companies, when interest rates are low, they do very well. They seem to be a cyclical industry sector. When interest rates are low, they get a lot of cheap money to help in their growth, even when they're losing billions of dollars. I mean, Tesla really came out, if you think about it, in the perfect storm. They came up when a low interest rate environment, so it was easy for them to continue getting money after losing billions, billions upon billions on an annual basis. Now they're finally profitable, making, netting billions of dollars. So really, 
I feel sorry, number one, for all those other electric companies uh, that are out there, um, electric vehicle companies. But my point is, this matters with low interest rates. And a lot of tech companies were completely overvalued because of that. That is important to note. Do not forget that, that these companies were successful based on outside money keeping them afloat. That's a serious, serious problem. And we see that happening time and time again. So as interest rates go up, techs get punched in the face. And we see that often. And so there's no difference. We saw that during the dot-com bubble. We see it now. Heck, a lot of these companies have bonds that need to get refinanced. Well, those bonds are going to get refinanced at a higher interest rate. Some of these banks, these financial institutions, I should say, will not refinance the debt because they're considered too risky. How are you going to pay us back? So you might be even seeing bankruptcies come upon this as well. That does affect, that's the Fed fund increases does affect all of that. But going back, this is different than the Treasury and the 10-year Treasury matters. You should be looking at that at a daily basis, especially if you're looking to buy a house. And interest rates did come down from where they were. They were over 3% the 10-year Treasury. Now, of course, they're closer to that 2.5 range, depending on the day that you listen to this on this video or on the podcast or on the Spotify. Or if you're listening live, it's roughly 2.5% currently. So... The purpose I'm telling you this is not everything is created equal in interest rates. Like right now, with the Fed's increasing rates, you can go on Ally Bank, American Express, and Capital One and get roughly a 1.5%, roughly 1.4 to be specific as of today, which is on the 5th of August. And so these are important factors to look at. That now, now granted, Inflation is going up on track for 10%, and we're over here excited about 1.4% interest rate. Of course we're not excited about it, but at least it's better than nothing. The 0.1% you're getting at Bank of America, the 0.1% you're getting at Chase, and the 0.1% you're getting at Wells Fargo. So you'd have to just explore what's out there. That's why there's no substitute of just revisiting your situation. Yes, I agree, cash is king right now, especially in times of volatility. There could be some great opportunities for real estate investments once this thing drops a little bit, which just looking at history, it should, because people can't afford the homes of what they used to be at a five and a half to six and a half percent interest rate. So naturally it should. It's common sense that it should. And I'll talk to you a little bit more about the common sense of the financial and investment world when you look at bonds. Why have bonds dropped so much? At Falcon Wealth Planet, we like short-term, high-quality bonds. And we recommend that for you, especially in an environment like this. Why? Because as interest rates go up, your bond prices drop. And what's supposed to be conservative, there are certain bond indices over 20-year 20 bonds that have dropped over 20%. So I'm going to talk about why here in a little bit. But if you need help with this, there's always ongoing changes. Take a look at your situation. We can help. We can point you in the right direction. We can give you low-hanging fruit, just like the high interest rate that are out there or other things that you should potentially do. Give us a call. We do this on a daily basis, folks. We can help you with this. Our phone number is 855-963-2526. That's 855-96-FALCON, like the bird. Or visit our website at falconwealthplanning.com. That's falconwp.com for short. We can help answer your questions. And we have 
offices, and we can help you all across the country, folks, would be happy to help. We can identify the things that you should be doing. And the thing is, not many, if any, financial professionals help in trying to increase your overall net worth. Most of them focus on investments. So we'd be happy to help in that. We're going to take a little break here. We're going to talk more about the bonds and interest rates and why one goes up and the other goes down after a few words. Stay with us. Welcome back, folks. This is Gabriel Shahid, Certified Financial Planner and your host of More Knowledge, More Wealth. You're on every weekend talking about all important topics of personal finance. Today, we're talking about the interest rates and we're talking about the difference of the Treasury rate, uh, the 10-year Treasury to be specific, and the Fed funds raising price rate, uh, the Fed's raising Fed funds in prime uh, just last week by 75 basis points and how this is important and how it affects many, many things. It affects corporations that have lines of credit and loans, even a loan that are variable. Most corporate loans are variable loans. So as the interest rates go up, that's more they're going to have to pay on a monthly basis. And a lot of these reset either annually or every six months or some of them every month even, because they're variable, variable, not just on the loan side. So you are able, this affects, you are able to see the impact of the company's cash flows, especially those that are highly leveraged. And it could be for you as well that we're looking and utilize your home equity line of credit on a daily basis. If now those go up by 1%, that extra, if you have a $100,000 debt on your home equity and it goes up by 1%, it just went up by 75 basis points, but for simple math, that's $1,000 more that you're going to pay on an annual basis. That's roughly $85 extra a month. So how does this impact you and your investments? And this is why you should be talking to a professional and consistently looking to review your situation. It's because when you look at the bond world, when you see that interest rates are going up, you have to identify. Heck, our feds are still saying that they're going to raise the rates. You have to identify that bonds, this is not an opinion, this is a matter of fact. When interest rates go up, bond prices drop. It's a science, it's an absolute reality of the situation. So let me explain to you the why behind it. Something as simple as this. Let's say you and I are in a business transaction and that business transaction says something like this. Let's say I have a lemonade stand and um, I do very well. I make a lot of money, I'm gonna say, hey, I have my lemonade stand on the corner. I'm looking to move it to a brick and mortar office. I think I could sell a lot more, but I need a million bucks. How about you give me 10, uh, I, you give me $1 million and I give you 10% of my company. Well, that means it's valued at $10 million. That seems pretty insane for a lemonade stand, but follow me here. So with that being said, let's say that next year I net $1 million. Well, as a 10% owner of my company, I can give you part of the 10% of net profit. So you get $100,000. Not bad. It's about a 10% dividend. But as the business owner, I don't have to pay you the dividend. I can just reinvest that all the time. That's what companies like Microsoft, Apple, and so on have done throughout their careers, throughout their lives, throughout their growth. They can do better than reinvesting it versus just paying you out a dividend. Now, this concept's made a lot more sense to you with... Uh, shows like Shark Tank that came on. But let's just say now, I don't wanna just open up at the brick and mortar store, but I'm gonna open up nationwide and I need another million dollars. But I don't wanna give away 10% of my company 
because it's going to be successful. So instead, I say, how about this? You give me a million dollars and I will give you $50,000 a year. That's a 5% interest rate. That's a bond. That's literally how a bond works. The first 10% is stocks, stocks in a company. That's exactly how a stock works. The other one is a bond. You become the bank. You let me borrow a million dollars and I'll give you 50,000 a year. Now, please guys, this is not a solicitation. This is completely fabricated. It's just an example. So I'm not asking for money here. This is just purpose so you understand how it works with bonds. So let's just say I pay you the $50,000 at 5% on an annual basis, okay? So now let's say the next year, I need, I wanna expand even more and I want another million dollars, but because interest rates have gone up, I can't pay 50,000 a year. I have to pay them 70,000 a year. So now they get an extra 20,000 a year, an extra 2%. Their bond now is 7%. And the person who did it first with me is only at 5%. Now, let's say that other person wants out. Hey, I want my money back. Well, don't talk to me. I need that money. We promised I needed it for 10 years. You got to find someone to buy that bond. The thing is, folks, is he cannot get his million dollars back. You know why? Because it only pays him 50000 a year. The new ones are paying 70000 a year. That's a $20,000 negative that if the new person just bought from him. It would be lower than if they went straight from the company. So he has to sell his for a discount. He can't get a million for his because he's only getting 50000 a year. He has to reduce that to make sure it's enticing for whoever news to buys it. Just like the person who just bought the bond for 70000 a year payout, he says, hey, I'll buy your bond, but I'm not going to give you a million. I'm going to give you 800000 The first buyer says to the second buyer, well, how does that make sense? Well, because it gets 20000 less a year over the next 10 years. I lose 200000 versus going back to Gabriel and getting another bond. So you have to discount it by $200,000. So I won't give you a million. I'll give you 800000 because that's the current fair market price of the bond. Guys, that's exactly how the stock market works, and that's exactly how the bond market works. Could you imagine if it was a 30-year bond versus a one-year bond? If it was just maturing next year and I had to pay him back the million dollars after the next year, of course he wouldn't sell it for 800000 because he just has to hold out a year and he gets his money back. You get what I'm saying? He could probably sell it for 980000 because remember, it's 20000 less on an annual basis. My point is there's no way to outsmart the markets. And that's how the bond markets work. By the way, folks, if you're just joining us, you're listening to Gabriel Shane, Certified Financial Planner, and your host to More Knowledge, More Wealth here on every weekend, talking about all important topics of personal finance. And I wanted to talk to you about the simple concept of how a bond works. And the way the bond works is, is that when interest rates go up, nobody's going to want your old bonds at a lower rate. So you have to sell it at a discount. It's almost like a CD. If you locked in a CD a year ago, five years at 1%, not a good idea, but I know people who did. Well, now you get a five-year CD for 4%. Okay, so who's going to want your 1% CD with four years left? doesn't work that way. Nobody wants that CD anymore. It's outdated. It's old. It barely pays. Definitely doesn't keep up with inflation. Heck, you can get one of those liquid online money market accounts I talked about earlier for 1.4% that you can get your money out instantly at any time. You get what I'm saying? So it's extremely important you understand that these bond prices do matter with interest rates. They are dollar for dollar 
correlated. When interest rates go up, bond prices drop. And we are in a rising interest rate environment. And this is what I was telling you months ago, uh, be very careful of your current bonds. And I recommended even then that you should stay short-term high quality. It just is not really logical to go long-term. And now you've seen long-term bonds that are down, which are supposed to be safe money. Bonds are supposed to be safe. Oh, down over 20%. This is problematic. And we see this often. And I recommend to be careful. It's not something you want to do. And don't say now it's too late because remember, rates are still going up. And I know there's a lot of data and this is why you have to talk to a professional that shows when you have six months of this treacherous, if you look at the top 10 worst times in a six month period that the bonds have performed, and by the way, we're in the worst, if you look at the next six months or next two years, the performance, they're typically positive now. With that being said, I'm not guaranteeing anything. I'm not saying it's going to be positive, but you have to look at your situation. You have to look how you're invested. You have to look to see what you're doing because if you don't, you could be making a drastic mistake because there could be writing on the wall where you're going to lose more money or there could be writing on the wall that depending on the bonds that you have, you could be in a good position where making money is could be a good probability of it. But there's no way for you to know. It's hard for professionals to know. We've seen people mess that up. We recommend talking to a professional. And for us that serve the nation, I mean, our corporate headquarters are in Southern California, but we serve the whole country. We can help and we're offering one to two hours, one to two meetings of our time at no cost to help answer these questions, tell you what you should do because interest rates just went up last um, week and they're going to continue to go up throughout the rest of the year. How do I know? It's not because of Nostradamus here. It's because our federal government has told us to be specific. The Federal Reserve has told us that they're going to do it. Now, you don't read this stuff. You don't look at this on a daily basis. Sure, you saw it on the news, but that doesn't mean their mortgages went up. No, like I said, that's based on treasuries. On the contrary, those went down, which was what I was talking about last segment. So my point to you is be where be knowledgeable and be careful and please just talk to a professional this is what we do on a daily basis we want to be able to help you give us a call our phone number is 855-963-2526 that's 855-96-FALCON like the bird or visit our website at falconwealthplanning.com that's falconwp.com for short we would love to help in your situation to identify the things that you should be doing. The low-hanging fruit that are probably out there that you are not aware of. I have tax accountants as clients. We have financial professionals as clients. We have people that do this on a daily basis but don't have the time, don't have the care, and frankly don't have the knowledge to do it. And we like to say you need all three of those to do it successfully. Not everybody has all three of those. So if you need help, give us a call. We would love to help in that. Folks, that is a fast, fast show. We want to thank you for tuning in with us this weekend. Feel free to reach out to myself or any one of our colleagues here at Falcon Wealth Planning. Our phone number is 855-963-2526. That's 855-96-FALCON, like the bird. Or visit our website at falconwealthplanning.com. That's Falcon wp.com for short reach out 
you'll have a private conversation, confidential, with one of our colleagues where we can help relate this show to your specific situation. We want to thank you for tuning in with us. Have a great weekend. Have a great week. And God bless.